Diamond and Samantha Show, Season 4, Episode 1, a continuation of Synthetic Diamonds, and why the heck do I do this? Well, hello, everyone. My name is Jay Christopher Gertz. This is the Diamond Answer Man Show, where our goal is to help each other learn more about the world of diamonds and feel confident about those purchases and help us memorialize our special moments. It's 2015, and boy, there are some hot topics going on right now in the industry. And you'll see them on the trade websites. You'll see them on places like LinkedIn, where there are community forums set up for the trade. And we're going to talk about some of those things this show. So I look forward to hanging out with you. And uh, we're also going to talk about why, in a short little moment, I do this show. Well, yes, I, I do like that little bumper promo. It's not even promo. It's a little bumper music I got from... Uh, you know, one of those websites where you can buy that little piece of music for 99 cents. Whole whopping big deal invested right there. And that brings me to my point for 2015. You know, one of the things about this show is that I don't take any income at all from this show. And, and every little bit, all the hosting, the different uh, websites that I have that are related to the website and the domain name and... And all of those things that go into building it, including the software that I've purchased for it, um, it all comes out of my own pocket. And I don't ask anyone for any financial support at all for the Diamond Answer Man show. And I in no way, and it may be hard to believe, but I in no way take any sort of payment um, from anyone related to the industry, anyone that's tied at all to anything pertaining to the diamond or jewelry industry. It's, it's purely something I want to do, and I love doing it. I enjoy it. And I guess it's because I, I spent so much of my life growing up in the industry, you know, from such a young age, um, learning and studying about gemstones and minerals and those things, you know, from being a young troublemaker, you know, being sent to his room by his parents and staring at these books, these mineral books and these gem books that we had that were probably theirs, you know, from from when they were students in school. And, of course, my grandparents and, uh, you know, they had all these wonderful books and they always bought science-y kind of things for me when I was younger. So that's one of the things about um, my background that uh, comes from a very young age. I mean, so we're talking about way pre-teens and uh, just sitting there, you know, I was sentenced to the dungeon, my bedroom, and I would sit on the bed, not cleaning my room, of course, but I had wonderfully set up a bookshelf that was made out of cinder blocks and just board. It was, I don't know, that board that they can make when they press a whole bunch of sawdust together. Well, what is that stuff called? I can't even remember. But, you know, my, my dad put those things together, and I stacked and stacked all of my books on those shelves. And so some of those books that I had were uh, gemological-oriented books. They were um, mineral books, and they were gem books. And so I learned about pearls, and I learned about agates, and I learned about you know all those things that sort of went into my foundation for a love 
of the jewelry industry. So from that point of, of early, you know, not even middle school age, we're talking about that again, preteen age, on all the way up into high school, continuing that that trend of being a troublemaker, being sentenced to sitting in the dean's office and um, sitting and, and learning about what she did, you know, so I would be studying the things I had to study or having to talk about why I did such and such to get sent to the dean's office. And of course, it comes out that I learned about some of the things that she did in those off times of year when uh, she wasn't working in the educational system, but she sold jewelry. And so, you know, I kind of, you know, through my relationship, uh, which kind of sideways came to be, um, I learned about the jewelry industry through her. And then, of course, in a younger age, getting to be involved with a jewelry purchasing and uh, becoming a manager at a very young age in a jewelry chain. I was barely 18 years old, started working there when I was 17 and a half. And uh, by the time I was 18, I was managing my own store, traveling up and down California, helping stores where the manager was either out, the manager was sick, or they needed training on the sales team there. I uh, was brought up in the large uh, metropolitan area, the peninsula in California, and, um, and uh, you know, lots of the big cities around there, whether it's San Jose or Oakland or San Francisco. And if you're from those areas, of course, you know what I'm talking about. But there's there's big centers where they have, I, I couldn't even tell you how many jewelers all around those areas. And I was able to train in one of the sales training stores for this large chain in Oakland on, on Broadway in the 80s and uh, learn the selling techniques that they had. And, um, you know, I would travel around and help the other stores with their uh, teams and those kinds of things. So it was kind of fun. I did all that. And then, of course, um, and it just grew from there, you know, working at all the different places and then working for two different diamond polishing companies um, running their sales division. So it's grown from there. And so my whole reason for doing this is to give back to you what you've given to me. Of course, you've, you've made it so I was able to be who I am today. That's you, the consumer. That's you, my fellow jeweler. Um, you provided me with opportunity. You provided me with knowledge. Um, you, the consumer, you gave me the ability to do the things that I was able to do provided me with a position in the industry, provided my wife, of course, with the ability to do what she has done. Of course, she's a diamond polisher uh, by trade. And now, of course, she is shaping my children, my, my four children. So it's my way to give back. I am in no way directly, right? I still have uh, dealings with the jewelry industry, I still talk with diamond polishers. I still talk with jewelers, sometimes on a daily basis, um, and other times just through email and following up. But I do this, and uh, at times I do get financially compensated, but not directly at all from this show. Um, the show is on itself or in itself an entity, an outlet for me to communicate with you. And, you know, to share my knowledge and to share my information and to help you um, make your informed decisions. So it's, it's important for me to, uh, to get your messages, 
to get your follow-up, to get your questions, to get your interaction, whether it's on Twitter or whether it's an email or whether it's um, a phone message through the uh, contact I have there on the website. You can send a voicemail directly through. All of those things are important to me um, because then I, kn- I know that I'm helping you and I know I'm helping someone. So whether I'm answering that email or I'm answering that voicemail message, it, it's just fun. I completely enjoy it. And again, every single thing I do on that site, I don't receive any sort of compensation for. And uh, it's, it's all out of pocket for me. So if you enjoy it, just please let me know. I mean, like, like me in iTunes or send me a tweet on Twitter, uh, connect with me on Google+, Plus. you know, one of those places. I just really, really enjoy the interaction, and I really, really like the questions. So anyway, let's follow up with the question we had um, just last month, and that was the question about synthetics. And uh, we had a gentleman who phoned the, the, the show, his name was Honor, and he wanted to know about the different uh, companies out there that produced synthetic diamonds. And the questions were, of course, high pressure, high temperature, chemical vapor, deposition, and blah, blah, blah. All those, the super complicated stuff, of course, that I love that probably absolutely bores you to death. And um, so, you know, it's it's been a hot topic that's continuing in the industry and in outside in the uh, uh, social networks. It's been something that has been brought up over and over and over again. So if you've seen it, it's not one response to it. It's multiple levels of response and debates going back and forth. And of course, from the appraiser's perspective, um, you know, there's the debate on, on what to term things when they've been treated and not treated naturals and synthetics and those kinds of things. And I agree with everything that's being talked about. Um, but so the question is, is, is whether or not it's still a good decision um, to buy a synthetic diamond if it's going to be for an engagement ring. And I think that, uh, you know, going back over the questions that I had before, you know, what's my opinion on it and what about the pricing and what about, you know, the, the qualities and, and, and those things that go into a synthetic diamond. And, I, and I, I'm going to just put the nail in the coffin and I'm going to make this statement that I, I firmly think that that synthetic diamonds are something that is going to grow in our industry in all and in all industries just because of the technological advancements that can occur when you use such a, a, such a gem, right? Because it's got it's it's conductive it's 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 strong it's durable it can be used in ways that um that you can't use other gemstones so from a synthetic manufacturing perspective to be able to grow them the way that they can grow them it, it it's an advancement and and we'll see the benefits of those advancements as the industry grows with its technology so that's that's a good thing um, but as far as it goes with uh, uh, using them as gems for an engagement ring, it's completely subjective. And I think that's something that, that has to have a conversation between the giver and the recipient. And, you know, some young ladies might be okay with receiving a gem, which is created, man-made, synthetic, or otherwise, and other ones may not. There is nothing that that can change the feeling one has. 
it's it's the same as trying to convert someone from one religion to another. The feelings about purchases on on items like this or one political party to another, the the thing that goes with an engagement ring is that a lot of times the recipient has an idea of what they want. And it it's the job of the giver, the gentleman who's buying the, the ring, to sort of give a gift that represents what he wants to give, but at the same time fulfill the, um, I guess the word is, would be the fantasy, you know, if we want to use that type of word, for what the gift in mind brings, you know. So a lot of times young ladies will have an idea of what their wedding should look like or what their dress should look like, um, who will be at the wedding. And of course, then they also think about at times, you know, what their ring may be, and it may not be exactly what it looks like, but it may be what it, the feeling it brings. So I don't think that in synthetic rings will ever displace anything in the market, no matter what sales approach you use, no matter what marketing approach you use, synthetic diamonds will not displace or take, I should say, a large percentage of the market away from natural diamonds. I think that's obvious. So even if they could produce them in mass, there's no way that they could take any sort of market away only because at least in today's world, the feeling isn't the same from something man-made to something natural. So that being said, I don't think that just blindly buying a synthetic diamond in any way is a good idea for any young gentleman to do. This would have to be one of those situations where there has to be a joint a joint meeting of minds and hearts to see if that's what you would want. There there again, if we go go talk about what I, I had stated before, the synthetic diamond market is not received well in the trade. It's not received well because of course the synthetic diamonds are are, are at least recently they keep consistently getting tied to where uh, um, somebody is fraudulently or trying to fraudulently do something that's pulled the wool over someone's eyes financially by representing the diamond as natural, right? So synthetic diamonds keep coming up in a negative light, and, and, and that affects how we mentally value them. You know, so th- so there's this this feeling that there's something bad about it. Now, you you have problems with diamond reports too. You know, so diamond reports from some laboratories are just bad reports, and and the companies make money from them. So the idea is is that you know the the color grades or the clarity grades don't match. Therefore, there's something negative about it, something fraudulent about it. You know, so uh, it matters about these kinds of things. That's all I'm trying to say is that that anytime you look in a direction where you think you can save money um, and it seems to be this is the case, you know, so I want to buy a diamond that's cheap, cheap, cheap. So therefore I keep looking and looking and looking and then eventually um, I find one that has a report that is, is stating the color and clarity I want, but it's such a cheap price um, I buy it, you know, so it's, it's got this, this false sense of security. And in the same way, buying a synthetic diamond may give that same impression. It's cheaper, but it's the same thing. But does it feel the same? I, 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 don't, think, I don't think it at all feels the same. 
Um, and, and I don't really care one way or the other. I think it's kind of cool about them, but I, I'm, we're talking about a, a type of ring, a type of moment, a type of occasion. Um, and, you know, so just recently, anyway, just recently, there was a, a case where a, a laboratory had um, been charged with figuring out whether something was natural or synthetic, was treated or not treated, and it was a rather large stone. And it turns out the stone, which was actually faceted as a very old stone, um, it turns out as they look at it that it's not. And the parties involved were looking at trading monies back and forth to the tune of about $290,000. So the deal fell through, but it sets a negative tone. And so when I think about how industry, how trade, how commerce how industry produces things and how technology is always, always advancing, synthetics themselves will continue to become more readily available, continue to become easier to bring to market, will continue to become more widespread in use, alternative uses and those kinds of things. And it's going to drive the prices in a direction that will be negative to what you spend today. Now, we know that that certain technologies are advancing and they're able to grow diamonds um, in uh, larger sizes and in better colors, we would say colorless varieties. But it's not going to, going to increase the value of the stone as time goes on. So as they're able to produce more next month and more next six months and in in a year from now and 10 years from now, they're able to grow them larger and larger. And in what we would consider in today's terms, a rarer and rarer color from a natural perspective, at some point, it's going to be very easy for them to produce colorless varieties, I would assume, as technology advances. And at, at what point does it then devalue the fact that they could produce as many de colorless and de-flawless one-carat synthetic diamonds as they want. What do you think is going to happen to the value? Well, the value is, of course, going to drop. You know, So it, it's not something that's going to change. So I do not think that in today's world that a synthetic, created, grown, whatever kind of diamond it is, makes the emotional connection, and it certainly doesn't make a financial connection as far as where I'm putting my money into something, and yes, I will repeat it, that I don't think any guy goes out to buy an engagement ring, thinks about it as an investment, and nor should he. But we don't go into something thinking that I just want to throw money at the ball and watch it just disappear. And I think that's the case with synthetic diamonds. There's enough people producing them and enough competition in producing them that um, it, it is just going to make the value itself at a certain point when I, I couldn't tell you, but at a certain point it's going to disappear and it's going to be a complete loss on what it is. So anyway, I just wanted to follow up with this show on a little bit of background on my, um, I should say my, my uh, not my goal, but my desire to share this kind of conversation with you, to, to share my thoughts with you. And to let you know that you can contact me through Twitter, you can contact me through SpeakPipe, that's the little app on my website. I encourage you, if you're buying 
a, a an engagement ring today and you're dealing with a jeweler um, online or otherwise that you download the affidavit oh, I couldn't even say that the affidavit of diamond buying agreement um, and and have them fill that out have them sign it have them give you the both the financial guarantee and otherwise on the color and clarity, whether or not the diamond is natural in origin, um, and have them send that back to you and, and get the assurance you need. So I do those kinds of things. Let me know if those are good. If they're not, you know, I'll change them. You know, I, I want to make sure that the information I provide on the website is helpful. And if you have a question about something that's not on my website... That's that uh, that is 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 not there, right? Or maybe you have a question that's deeper than uh, than how I've answered it. Of course, you may contact me. The other thing would be is that you know I used to um, provide a lot of images and those kinds of things with the different posts. Like if you look up the fire scope, you look up the hearts and arrows viewers, you look up the the uh, the aset device. You know you can see a lot of images that I built out there. It takes a little bit of time to do those, but I I do like doing those. Let me know if you like that kind of stuff. And if you like it, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and start building some more for you. And it will help you visualize what it is when I'm talking about it and how it will inform you when you're making those purchases um, to empower you to make sure that you're confident about what it is you're buying to help you make sure that you're memorializing that occasion, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary um, or, or, or an engagement, right? So, or otherwise. So make sure you let me know um, what I can do to better help you because my goal entirely for doing this show is about sharing information and I do it freely and I encourage you to contact me. And again, Twitter, like me in iTunes, um, you know, send me a tweet, contact me on Google Plus, connect with me on LinkedIn. If you're going to connect with me on LinkedIn, don't send me one of those little generic messages. Well, let me know that you found me from my show. And uh, let me know that you'd like to connect with me from hearing the Diamond Answer Man show. I get a lot of connections from LinkedIn, and uh, some of them I don't connect to because I think that they're just that uh, I, you get that spam, like you get the email from the person from you know, the, the, the African country that's trying to connect with you so you can trade the, uh, you know, uh, send them a check for their $1 million. Uh, and, uh, you know, so some of those connections I get seem sort of like that. And I don't always connect with them, and they may be legitimate, so I'm sorry if you've heard the show and they are. If you're going to connect with me on LinkedIn, just let me know you found me from the show. And I'll look forward to how we can enjoy this conversation together and how I can help you and you can help me enjoy this even more um, in this industry. And uh, I thank you for listening to this show. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Diamond Answer Man Show. Mm-hmm. 